Ladies and gentlemen, it is your boy, Eddie Rock, one half of the mighty Ed and Tom show, here with a little FIB recap and preview, trying to fill in for the mighty Tommy T. As you know, he's off doing some wonderful shit, trying to stay busy, trying to stay employed, and uh, because of that, he doesn't have time to get into the studio. He is doing what the brown clown cannot do, and that is remain employed for a period longer than a week. So, how is things going, folks? I have not heard from you. I have not talked to you in quite some time. I myself have been busy ducking and dodging the cops, trying to avoid the hell of fantasy life that I have found myself in. This is a miserable season. It's a miserable year. Almost as miserable as being fucking Joey. Like, you, I cannot catch a break. But you don't need to hear me whine. That's not what you're here for. This is not the Tom half of the Ed and Tom show where I'm going to sit here and whine for 45 fucking minutes about how my team blows. You already know this. So let's talk about some shit about you. Because I could sit here and bellyache on how it's going for me. But I'd rather talk about you. So I want to I wanna kick this off with a little recap. A little week 10 recap here. Now I'm not going to get as fancy as Tommy and read through all the... I'm gonna I'm gonna come off the guff. So we we're gonna talk here about last week's games. Let me go to the matchups. Ba 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 ba. That's the intro music. I didn't have any because I, I'm 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 rolling on some different circumstances here. Like I mentioned, ducking and dodging the cops. You can't be in the G spot when the fuzz is looking for you. All right. Part of the inquiry. That's all I'm gonna say. Part of the inquiry. They're looking for me. I can't say no more. Anyways. What the fuck? Hefe! El Hefe. My man, rocking a win streak, coming up out of the gutter, climbing, climbing out of the abortion bucket to leave old Tommy T behind. Hefe, pulling out 115 points against the other watch wearing homo of our team, our family, our crew. Butters, the old freaks and Zeke's fall to Rudy, Rudiger, Rudabegger. Oh my goodness. So let's just look. First of all, I just got to say, Zeke Elliott's picture on the NFL.com app is amazing this year. I love it. I love it. I love it. Everything about it is perfect. The hair, the beard, the smile. Zeke, I love you this year. But let's talk about this. Daniel Jones, a one-time member of, of my organization who I had to let go, is out there putting in work damn near 40 points. Because he has to cover for this scrub David Johnson. Now, honestly, what the hell do you do with David Johnson? Like, this is a guy that has been a phenomenal player, who has been a standout, who has been an exceptional talent, has been a league changer. And then this year has been nothing but disappointment. Scoring you a half a point. A half a goddamn point. And you've just... You've been sucker punched by this guy for a very, very, very long time this season. Hoping that he gets back into form where he's getting them points and them stats up. But right now, it's it's a little disappointing. But you got to keep rolling them out there, Hef. Uh, and I'll be honest. Rolling them out there has brought you victory. So keep doing it. Uh, Jarvis Landry picking up some big points for you. But let's talk about the disappointments that happened over on Travis's team. Uh, the Afro mentioned Zeke Elliott. Seven points. Jalen Samuels, five points. Ooh. 
That Steelers team, that offense is garbage. Ask the Juju Smith owner. Uh, Cooper Cup, not a dick-ass thing. You almost think he's on a bye with zero points. How sad is that that Cooper Cup, for those that don't know, hailing from the mighty Yakima, Washington, where only the greatest, smartest, brightest minds of this country and time have hailed from. Cooper Cup pulling down zero points. Uh, again, from Yakima, he's probably strung out, hung over, maybe cracked up, a little meth action. Uh, so expect him to get back on, on, uh, on track. But, you know, just a disappointing week for a disappointing person. Butters, I, I hope things right themselves for you. Uh, but next week, Hopefully, we'll see. We'll see. I'll do a little preview here in a second. We'll talk about you for next week, see how you're looking. But Hefe, great job. Now, I don't need you getting fucking cocky, all right? So you can go ahead and simmer this shit down. You got your two wins. You're going to be better than Tom the rest of the season. No more wins, okay? No more, bud. Stop what you got. Again, don't get cocky. No more wins for you, all right? Just stay where you're at with two I need somebody to be the nice cushion below me to make sure I'm not in that fucking grumpy bear suit, right? We have had nothing but great looking people inside that grumpy bear suit. And I think if I was going to line up RFIB in order of looks, it would almost go in grumpy bear order. Chano being the cutest motherfucker we got. And then if I couldn't cuddle with Chano, I would definitely, definitely... Con, uh, uh, cuddle with Hef, uh, I'm sorry, with Jake. I would love to get in that cuddle with Jake. Mm. And tell me Hefe's not next on that list for you boys. Right? Cuddle bug number three? Yes. Let's put him in that grubby bear this year. So stay where you're at, buddy. You're doing great. You're doing great. Just don't get any better. One of my favorite people is, is that pasty, gooey bastard, John. And and John just has a special place in my heart. But you continue to score massive points during a week and you're going to fucking tumble, buddy. 139 points against the once seemingly bulletproof and afro-mentioned Chano. That's twice I've used afro-mentioned, so I think that's it's done now. It's played out. And besides, he's more bearded. Um, anyways, I did mention him before, so aforementioned, but goddamn Chano, you have begun to suck the tallywhacker, uh, that you've been known for in the past. I don't know. I would really be interested to see how you start your season because what you do pre-draft and what you do for the first four weeks year after year is impressive. I, I would be willing to challenge that you probably have the best record over the past three years, in the first four games, than anybody else. And then you fucking just suck shit after that. Uh, almost as bad as, as the, the person talking right now. But look, you got boned. You got boned this week. Some of these folks that you expect to do work for you are just cooling off, right? Shaquan Barkley, nada, with five points. Jamal Williams, nada, with six points. Doo-doo butter. Godwin came came through for you a little bit. But other than that, it was just disappointment after disappointment after disappointment. Much like your friendship with Tom. Just a disappointment. But Mr. Consistent has several things pop off all at the same time. So as Johnny 
is uh, improving himself to six and four. He's doing it on the mighty back of Jameis Winston and Lev Bell. Not the folks that you would expect in somebody who's scoring 140 points. Uh, But Jameis Winston staying steady with 22. Uh, Dalvin Cook, a big 30 point, almost 30 point game. He has been a surprise this year. You know, he is coming in, well, I think he's ranking like the number two running back in the league. He is just a monster, like 22 points. I think some shit like that he's averaging. It's ridiculous. Uh, The good thing is, is you have that offset by fucking Juju Smith-Schuster. How sad are you? How sad are you? I mean, you're not Cooper Cup's guy, but you got to be sad because this is not what you expected out of Juju giving you doo-doo multiple weeks in a row. So two weeks in a row, you've gotten disappointing numbers. Had a big game, but right before the bye, doo-doo from Juju. And then week four, you had doo-doo from Juju. So one, two, three, four of the last six games, you have gotten doo-doo from Juju. Stay strong, brother. He, he'll probably bounce back when he gets a quarterback and an offensive line, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But Johnny Boy, great job against Chano. Keep it up. You, you're you going to do great things. Chano, I need you to stay seven or lower. All right? When you go to the league page and you look at your team, I need it to continue to be gray. Having Chano in the bottom half is really good odds for everybody else. If we can get some of these repeat offenders, we get Chano. Jake, maybe a little stumble, you know, slide down here. Throw him in the mix with Hefe. Right? Things look better for me. Things look better for me because this is, again, as you know, all about me. Now, one of my, one of my just long times, you know, when you think about people that are polarizing, like sometimes I think about powder and I just smile and I think about just great times and I've never had an interaction with powder in person that has never been great. He's an amazing human being. But he's also really fucking punchable. For no reason. He, he's like a fucking cricket, right? He doesn't do any harm. He doesn't really bother anybody. And it's actually even kind of nice noise in the background. But it still doesn't mean you don't want to just fucking stomp on it once in a while, right? Just feel it under your boot. That's old Brett. But Brett, you know, trying to, trying to climb himself up out of this abortion bucket that we have dug ourselves into this year comes through with the respectable 122 points as he defeats the most blindly cocky and arrogant bastard I know, Tyler, a motherfucker who has achieved nothing in his life yet talks like he is owed the world. This motherfucker thinks that he has run, won a seat in Congress or something as cocky as he is. All this shit talking he does I love it. I subscribe to this every week. Tyler, keep it up. You shit-talking son of a bitch. I also want this offensive debacle you have going to stay strong. Goff, Balaj, Johnson. That's uh, not a good way to start your, your week. Because conversely, for your two running backs and quarterback... Dak Prescott had them covered and then some. 
Then you sprinkle in a little Amari Cooper that's catching that shit from Dak, and that is a great stack that he has been able to exploit all year. Seahawks, piece of shit-ass defense. Who I've owned every week they have been poor and not owned every week they have scored. Come through with 18 points. Man, amazing. Now, it's not like Tyler's disappointment wasn't met with some excitement. Because he did get to, to experience that Kirk action that happened down there in Carolina, uh, the Cardinals. Catching three touchdown passes out of nowhere. Christian Kirk is amazing. You could share a little of that or teach a little of that to Larry Fitzgerald, maybe. You know, a little bit. Go down the line for my team. But great job, Brett. Uh, not too much, though. That's enough. Again, like Hefe, that's enough goddamn wins. You can, you, can, uh, you can experience a little disappointment in your life, you know, in your fantasy life this week. Um, your life in and itself is already enough disappointment. I mean, we've all met you, you son of a bitch. But good luck, Powder. Um, I did want to touch on one sad note here um, as we talk about Tyler. And I know just talking about Tyler is fairly sad, but Tyler Lockett is the one I I wanted to talk about. Uh, That injury, him being in the hospital, is scary, especially for such a great great player and a great person. So all the best to Tyler Lockett, Lockett and his recovery. All the worst to Tyler Tolman and his continued debauchery. Enjoy college, my friend. Bang them all. Bang them hard. Wrap it before you tap it. And don't bring home a baby. There are stairs for that, my friend. On to the next. The greatest second half team of all time is sitting in first place this week when the mighty Dale Attude went up against your friend and mine be lover this was a clash of two titans be lover has found himself in a position that he for whatever reason i seems familiar to him like he scores shit tons of points and just cannot catch a break he's like tom when like when there's bad things that afoot be standing next to him because it's going to happen to him and not to you Yes, you beat me this year. I'm not talking shit about you between us. I'm talking shit about you in life, in fantasy life. Dale has nothing but fucking time to look at his roster now that he's retired. Just fucking living a hillbilly life out there. Uh, But he's doing work. He's doing work on the back of two dudes. And it doesn't show it this week, but you go back and look week after week. There are two dudes that are consistently putting in work. One of them, your friend and mine, everybody's favorite football player, the leading MVP candidate of the National Football League, Russell Wilson, who has a moderate, mild, conservative day of only 19 and a half points. Christian McCaffrey is the other person of that duo that's been carrying your team like a goddamn champ. Uh, Again, a mild day for him with only 23 points. Uh, These are numbers that are just great to see. Not what you expect out of Odell Beckham, right, Dale? But you get a little uh, a little catch up there with your tight end and with your flex play. So great job all the way across the board. Mark Ingram didn't fire and Odell Beckham didn't fire off. But when you have one, two, three, four, five, four of almost five of your players scoring in the 20s, that's great. 
Kyler Murray is a great start for you, Brent. Uh, he has done he has done great as of late this season. He started off a little shitty, but really putting in the work, putting it in with his legs. So you got to be happy about that. You got to be happy about that. You got to be happy about Mike Evans finally starting to show up this season. Tyreek the Freak, Ronald Jones. I mean, these are all massive pickups that are just putting in work for your team. Now, granted, you had a couple buys this week. Um, you know, a couple folks out for you. Let's see if you can get that right next week. But like everybody else that's in the bottom bucket, I need you to continue to lose. Dale, I can't catch you. Stay strong in the top. I hope you don't fucking win. I'd like to see you choke out into about fourth place. That way there's nothing good. Nobody talks about you and you can continue to be a forgotten source. On to the next. This was one of my favorites. Because as you heard me stumble and mumble and jumble over earlier as I was talking about Jakey Poo and wanting to cuddle with him, if you just look at his, his fantasy team picture, you'll just see why I want to cuddle with that big Homer Simpson-looking motherfucker. God, I love you, dude. Uh, I love you like you love Lamar Jackson, Aaron Jones, Chris Carson, Kenny Galladay. Uh, you fucking love them dudes, and they have been crushing for you especially Lamar Jackson, Aaron Jones, Chris Carson. He only had 17 points this week. A slow week for him. What's he been averaging? Let's just take a look. 14 and a half. But you've had some big games here lately, haven't you? Let's just pull back. It's almost like I can do some, you know, 17, 13, 15, and then 23, 18, 16. These have been big games, big games. So great job out of the number seven overall running back this season. Didn't expect it. Wish I could have picked him up. Wish I would have made some better decisions with my life uh, overall. But about fantasy as well. Tommy, Derrick Henry, a fucking beast of a man, just a goddamn giant Normacron, has had monster weeks for you. This, another one of them, just running up, having his own way. How many points did he, or how, 32 points, yeah, some goddamn ridiculous number of, of, of yards. I got to pull it up. I got to pull up your stats. Just bear with me. You're not here to do the legwork. 188 yards and two touchdowns. Man, that's fun to watch when it's on your team and you just see them fucking numbers. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. And I know your fucking dumbass has... Uh, what do you call it? Notifications on for every time you score. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. The only thing that makes it great is that all those cha-ching, cha-chings that came through this year or this week were all about you losing. I just wanted to pause on that and just make sure I drive home the fact that you lost. You are in 12th place. You are the worst as of right now. Now, not far ahead of you, right? I'm right there. I'm like, my little spermy swimmer got there like a half a second before your spermy swimmer, and we're barely climbing out of the abortion bucket a little bit farther than you are. But my man, continue to keep strong with your untouchable ways. Your untouchable ways, because they are doing great. Now, the moment you've all been waiting for, the game that kept everybody on the edge of their seats... Everybody was trying to figure out how, who this week could manage to score less than 100 points and still beat me. It was you, my friend, Joey. Uh, had a great time playing you this week. Had a great time chatting with you. 
So it was a, a cool week, Joey. Looked uh, really, really enjoyed it. Did not enjoy losing to you, you disgusting sack of shit. I gotta look at this fucking Philip Rivers, bleh. Sammy Watkins, bleh. like there, nobody did shit on your team except for your kicker, the fucking big gay cook, big gay kicker, number one kicker this season. You left old Patty Mahomes on your bench for 35 points. I like that. The jackass of the week play. That goes to you, my friend. Um, But nobody did shit on your team except for your kicker. You should be disappointed in yourself. You should be sick that you barely pulled this out on Monday night. My team. My team, my team, my team. Poor drafting. Bad management. Poor decision-making, improper use of waivers, timing of a epileptic hummingbird. All, all ways I would describe my ability to manage roster and procure a win this, this season. It's been bad. I have been the bye week for most weeks, so thank you for continuing to put up with me. I will try to do better. I want to get back into this. Um, you can just tell from the insults that I care. Um, but that, like Tom's first marriage, is in the rearview mirror. We can only look forward. We can only look forward to this week. So I'll try to do a quick uh, preview of what we got going. So Chano going up against uh, uh, Butters. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's tough to call. Chano has some some buys that he has to deal with, which is which is going to be a real challenge. Um, he has literally nobody left on his roster that he can play, and he has two spots to fill. So it'll be interesting to see where Chano goes from here. Nothing but up. Plenty of options out there on the waiver wire. Uh, you know, one of one of the most abundant waiver wires I've ever found. I'm out there daily, just laughing at how much stuff there is. So good luck this week, Chano, in trying to find that. Uh, recovery and on on uh, Butters team, you're fine, man. You're gonna do it. You're gonna crush this bastard, Chano. You're gonna come down, Butters. You're gonna go up. Put your money on it. Bet on it, folks. There's no more. There's no more fucking trades. Trade deadline's too goddamn early. I don't know who set this. I don't know who picked it. Oh, just stick with the NFL's trade deadline. It's easier. These are all stupid ideas, right? Once in a while, once in a while, we need to get over it and move on. Uh, So I think we need to do some things about the trade deadline so that jackasses like this could have a chance to maybe lift themselves up by sacrificing one of their their great players. Uh, But it seems like we voted on this at one point. We we went with this, and then we probably need to relook this one. I am not a fan of relooking our rules because then we lose them in the mix. And because some of you ignorant, narcissistic motherfuckers make up shit just to make it up. It has no bearing on reality. You're just like, hey, I haven't said anything lately, so let me just fucking make up some stupid rule change that will affect nothing that nobody's ever heard of, ever done, or ever tried, and then say, yeah, we should do that. No. This is one, though, that we should probably relook at. I was thinking week 10-ish. Right, and they'd give you still three weeks left of the regular season that you couldn't trade, but would give you a better setup. They'd give you three weeks of the regular season left where you couldn't trade to mirror the three weeks of the playoff, give you 10 weeks for more 
opportunities. Uh, we've talked about it before. Probably need to implement that. It would give dudes like this a much better option. You can obviously see that we are cutting ourselves off at the kneecaps when we are no longer doing trades, but all of the uh, buys are happening. So we may have four to six teams on a buy, and then you can't trade out of it. Mm. Probably want to look, relook that for for fairness across the board. Johnny Boy going up against Rudy Rudiger Rudebegger Rontnot Rinnot Rynot. They don't all land, buddy. They're not all good. But uh, Jeff, like you, you are one heartbeat above Tom in the shit stained bucket. You are not a favorite this week as normal. But you have those guys that have the potential to just kind of pop off. Joe Mixon is a giant disappointment, much like yourself. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what you do this week. No big buys that are stock. Let me look at your roster down here. Uh, Daniel Jones, if that's who you were planning on. Uh, I see you did bench David Johnson. Good job. Finally get rid of that motherfucker. Uh, especially going up against those Niners. I haven't talked about that Niners-Seahawks game. What an amazing game. Uh, thank you, both of our organizations, for doing that for us. Uh, John, good luck this week. You should. You will be uh, up against uh, an easy matchup. Buys did not hit you overly hard this week. You have your full roster available to you. Um, wait, did I see a buy there? Nope, I didn't. Yep, uh, Tannehill. <laughs> One of your seven quarterbacks. You'll be all right. Good luck, Johnny boy. Oh, Dip shit cockiness versus my man, B-Lover. Looking forward to seeing you here in a few weeks there, Brent. Uh, I threw an invite out for anybody that wanted to come out for my birthday and watch Star Wars. B-Lover's the only one that took me up on it. Jeff did it first, but then he backed out like a little bitch. So uh, Brent got the tickets. We are going to be front and center in the Olina Titan Lux, the big screen, in our recliners. You know them handicap seats? We are that row right directly in front of it to watch this shit. Dolby Atmos, digital lux screen. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. Even if the movie's garbage, it's going to be amazing. And I am going to be sitting next to you, so that is going to make it even better. Tyler, garbage. You're a piece of shit. Your team's great. Uh, Good luck this week. But this is going to be another one of those claw your eyes out. We're going to be looking. So we got Monday Night Players or is this all going to be done? Oh, yeah. So Tyler Tyler's going to go into Monday night with a, probably a, a reasonable lead. And then you're going to have Tyreek the Freak and, and Hunter Henry to bring you out a Monday night in a divisional matchup out there in beautiful weather in L.A., so let's look forward to that Monday. Oh, no, 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 no. That game's in Mexico. They're going to Mexico for that one. So let's hope that uh, Hunter Henry and Tyreek the Freak don't drink the water, baby. Don't drink the water. Dale, number one. Brett, number nine. It's going to be a matchup. It's going to be a matchup. Let's see how the buys affected these freaks. Danger Russ is out. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm happy. I'm happy Danger Russ is out. Uh, that give Tyler Lockett a chance to maybe heal up uh, on our bye. Uh, let's see. Jimmy Graham's out for, for uh, Powder. So, let's see. Who you starting then? You got Josh Allen going up against Miami. Nah, shouldn't be bad. Miami's played a little bit better as of late. Uh, but Josh Allen should still be fine. Just 
I would just chuck the ball to fucking John Brown. Just continue, just air it out to John Brown, who has been a, a very, very consistent but not great player this year. So throw it out to downtown Smokey John Brown. And then, uh, you know, McCaffrey's probably going to score 50. Odell Beckham's probably going to score against Pittsburgh. They've been trying to feed him the ball more. But now they've got Kareem Hunt back. And they're going to, I think they realized last week how talented Kareem Hunt is. Um, And he's got to catch some of those catches out of the backfield, which take away from some of those catches in the slot. Man, there's a lot of mouths to feed in in Cleveland. And they're just not good at feeding them yet. So I just don't see Beckham having a, a great big game against Pittsburgh. But... I'm not a professional analyst. I just talk shit out my ass. I'm probably dead ass wrong. Uh, But in either way, I do have to say this, Brett. I will root for you to topple Dale this week. Although having you lose would be better for me. And then Dale could go into the playoffs cocky and then lose in the uh, second round because he'd have a first round bye. That would be awesome. So either one of those scenarios works out good for me. (laughs) Joey. The guy who previously defeated the greatest personality, the greatest person, the greatest human being to ever live uh, last week. Uh, Joey is going up against Jakey Poo. I love you, Jakey Poo. Did the right thing. You got you got Patrick back in your lineup <clears throat> going up against Lamar Jackson. Number one versus number two. I am, I am excited to see that. Now, these running back matchups are are a little unexciting. Jake, you are having to put up uh, J.D. McKissick and Royce Freeman this week. Uh, Austin Eckler and uh, Josh Jacobs is who you're going up against. Man, that's kind of... You are disadvantaged there, my friend. Um, but I would say that the scale is tipped slightly your way when it comes to the receivers. Um, tight end. Yeah, uh, this is going to be a close one. I look forward to this one. Another Monday night game. Um, you both have a player or two playing. Oh yeah. You are definitely involved in that one, Joey. So Monday night will be fun for you. Hopefully it ends with you crying in your pillow as you bite it. Now the game that is the second coming of this season it's what I like to call the battle of the power bottoms. Uh, dipshit one versus dipshit two. Number 10 versus number 12. Get the fucking money ready for the sports lines in Vegas. Call your bookies. Cash in some insurance. Flush the fucking 401k. Get your money right as Tommy T goes up against your boy. Eddie Rock. This is a battle of three and seven versus two and eight. A three and seven team that can't even roster a fucking full Monty team. Going up against Tom's garbage ass team. He's got plenty of people on by. Should have no problems getting through this. But guess what? I'm fucking garbage. My team sucks and I'm horrible at it. So... Tommy is already the overwhelming favorite for this matchup. 
Can he pull it out? Can I find victory out there on the waiver wire with a defense? Can I find a way to scrape ahead and score a few points? Can I really justify starting Carlos and Samuels over Larry Fitzgerald? Yeah. Yeah, pretty easily. Pretty easily. It's a shitty week, man, for me. It's a really shitty week. It's a shitty season. Uh, I'm a shitty friend. I'm a shitty host. All of it's shitty, people. God damn, this is the mood I get in every time I look at my team roster. All right, so I got to quit looking at it. Let's talk about the league. Folks, let's talk about that other fucking league, the abortion uh, that we have called, we haven't even called the suicide league. It's, It's a bad idea. We should have put better constraints on it. Some people found a way to manipulate it. It, it derailed a lot of things that we do in the FIB. But we have t- there's been that, that conversation earlier about, about flushing the suicide league and doing a, a weekly pick This is one of those ideas where when you sit together in a room, it briefs well. But people, we have a hard time getting people to log on to the website. We can't get people to vote on trades. We can't get people to vote on anything. And then you think that people are going to fill out every week a pick'em roster and get it submitted so that it can be separately tallied? You're fucking nuts. You're fucking delusional and retarded. And it's when you sit together in a vacuum, you come up with these stupid ideas. It's fun. Don't get me wrong, but it's not a good idea. Uh, We need to go back to to the success that we've had with the Suicide League, we should, I shouldn't have fucked with the formula. I'll be the first to admit it. I shouldn't have fucked with the formula. It was good. Wanted to get everybody involved. Thought this was a way. It's a, it's a fucking disappointment. Jeff, you stole me 20 bucks, you cocksucker, so I can throw it in the pot. You never sent me the money on Venmo. You never sent it on PayPal. You didn't give it to me. Don't be a cheap fucking cocksucker. Give me your money. Uh, and then everything else is good. Unless you've already sent it to me, and then I've just forgotten, and uh, don't worry about it, and I apologize for everything I just said. All right, what else we got, people? What else do we have here to talk about? Monday Night Football? Okay. The Seattle Seahawks go up against the 49ers. Now, the storyline here is not the amazing win for the Seattle Seahawks. It is not the rekindling of an amazing rivalry. It is not that we brought excitement to Monday Night Football in what has been a bleak and disappointing season this far. No, the storyline is the injuries to both sides of the ball. Tyler Lockett, uh, for us, by all means, uh, the running backs in Breida, uh, Emmanuel Sanders, uh, there was a couple other injuries over there on the San Francisco side. Hope you guys get healthy because Week 17 is going to be a hell of a matchup. If you guys can manage to drop one more, which you have a very tough schedule coming up, drop one more, and if we could go into week 17 tied uh, with us having the head-to-head, that would be so fun. What an amazing week that would be. I know uh, uh, Dale Hodo is trying to get some tickets for that game. I know that Tommy and B-Lover are going to be there for that game. Uh, There was rumors that I may try to fly into town. It just depends on what we can get through marketing uh, and the research team over here at the Ed and Tom Show, see if it's in the budget. Ideally, we get there, we party, we watch Seattle go into the playoffs with the number one overall seed because they they 
come in at what would that make us like six uh, 15 and two uh, over San Francisco we take the 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 first week buy off like this all just plays out really good in my mind so great game on on Monday night and it just sets the stage for a week 17 showdown in everybody's favorite town Seattle ladies and gentlemen I have been uh, just privileged to be a part of this FIB league listening to Tom drone on week after week has been a privilege glad that you're back to work my man uh, oh wait I'm sorry I can't remember what lie I told in the beginning but whatever lie I, I said in the beginning about where you've been and what you've been doing uh, I want to stay with continuity here so that storyline through I hope it continues or doesn't continue for whatever I said that you had been doing uh, so good luck or bad luck with that whichever the case may have been as for the rest of you, you have kept it entertaining. The chat going back and forth all week, all season long has been great. Look forward to continuing to engage you. And I hope that each and every one of you lose every game that you play against me for the rest of the season. On behalf of your boy, Tommy T, this has been Eddie Rock with this FIB Week 10 Recap Week 11 Preview. Good night, good luck, and fuck off.